The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. And the Muskie Expo at the Kane County Fairgrounds on North Avenue and St. Charles Road in St. Charles, January 20th through the 22nd at muskieexpo.com. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Outdoors. I hope you're ready and uh, going to get excited about the show today. And if it sounds a little bit different, why? It's because and I haven't been in the studio in two and a half years. And I've been at home doing the show. I've been on remotes doing the show. I've been in, you know, Oklahoma, here, there, and everywhere. And uh, doing the show from here, it's kind of, I feel like I want that country song, Back in the Saddle Again. <laughs> But no, we got to talk about this. At, here's I got to tell this. Get this right off thing before we you know get crazy into the show. Um, this is I'm very honored by this because when you're in the media industry and you tell somebody that you've had a show on for 25 years, they look at you like no, you don't. But this is my 25th year that we're starting, and I'm very honored that ESPN 25 years ago said, eh, well, "Come on in and talk to me. Let's." Talk about doing an outdoor show. I, I, sure, okay. And, uh, you know, it, it took a lot of people, and it still takes a lot of people to, to make this show pull and to pull it off, get it together. I mean, you know, our sponsors, I mean, really, uh, Waterworks Marine, you've heard them every week. They sell fantastic London low boats and everything else. Wayne LeBaire from Waterworks was like, Chauncey, I am part of your show from day one. I mean, you don't get that. Second, Paul's Pizza in Westchester. I was eating a, a beef sandwich, and he walked up to me, and he says, when do you start your radio show? And I told him, you know, this Saturday. And this is 25 years ago. And he goes, make sure my commercials are there. I mean, you, you don't find people like this. They, they are brought into your life with the angels. Okay, <laughs> Red Lake Area Tourism is another one. 
they were like, hey, you bring people down to us. We are part of your group. So I want to thank that. But there are other people like uh, Adrian. Uh, well, she used to be Horvath, <laughs> ball, but now Adrian was my very first producer, my very first show. And boy, I remember that show. And uh, so, you know, she did a lot of work for a number of months with me. And then uh, Tom Balbutt, my running partner and, you know, hunting, fishing, camping, napping in a hammock, uh, <laughs> guy that w- did everything with me since I've been five years old. Uh, who, we don't have him anymore, but he was always here on my right-hand side doing the show. But it's kind of fun to be back here and doing the show. A couple of things I want to get out there first before we get into the rest of the program is I'm not happy about this, even though it's my 25th show, my 25th anniversary. But the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, Colleen Callahan, uh, is going to be is stepping down from her post on January 16th as director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. This was a woman who loved the outdoors along with her family. Uh, I became a good friend of hers, her husband, her kids uh, always treated me with such kind respect and, and enjoyment. I was like, did you tell them stories about me or something? But they were just super great people. And uh, uh, Colleen, you did so much for this state in your tenure here. Uh, on behalf of gazillions of sportsmen and sportsmen that have yet to be born, I want to say thank you because it's what you, the foundation you laid is what's going to make this state of Illinois, Illinois Department of Natural Resources and the great outdoors better for years and years and years to come. So thank you on that one. Okay, we got that, we got that, we got that. We're going to, like I said, we got a good show today. We're going to have uh, Tim Mondel from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, and we've got two great people. Uh, Jim and uh, Annette from the, <clears throat> excuse me, Illinois Bird Collision Association. I can't remember. <laughs> you know the people that rescued the eagle up in Waukegan? Uh, I got so many notes in here. I've, I'm a little bit nervous doing the show back in the studio. They're coming on to talk about how they uh, went out there to try to save the eagle, brought him back to a rehab center. Sorry to say the, the eagle passed the other day, and uh, it's just the poison that he ingested. Uh, from eating uh, probably a dead rat or rodent, uh, you know, mouse, that's what the problem was. Okay, I tell you what, we got to get on with the show. Once again, we're live in the studio, 312-332-3776. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95... 
Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves loves to yell is fish on and captain tony of diamond ghost charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go a salmon fishing trip with diamond ghost charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends family or co-workers all on lake michigan so let diamond ghost charters out of winthrop harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho a trophy fall king or a lunker lake trout they're all waiting for you with diamond ghost charters don't wait call captain tony at 847-838-2037 that's 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell fish on Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. The first outdoor show of the year, the Muskie Expo, is coming to the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles, Illinois, January 20th to the 22nd. Three days of musky fun with thousands of door prizes, a chance to win a seven-day trip for two to the Muskie Lodge at Cave of the Run Lake. You can sign up for a chance for a free replica of your most prized catch courtesy of Lax Reproductions, the finest makers of fish reproductions in the world. Pick out a new boat from Waterworks marine sea rods and reels for all types of fishing and more seminars by famed doug wergner on trophy muskie and other species and chauncey hey i'll even be there all at the kane county fairgrounds in st charles illinois january 20th to the 22nd three days of fishing fun go to muskieexpo.com for ticket and more information you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on our 
inaugural 25th anniversary show. That's something my guests who are coming on in a second didn't realize. But on, on the line with me right now, you probably saw this on the news. You probably saw this uh, in uh, literally on 2579. I think everybody was might have been there. But we have the Chicago Bird Collision Monitors on, and we have the Annette Prince and Jim Tablinski who were going to help save a bald eagle, we hope. Uh, he's in rehab right now, but uh, first of all, I want to say, Annette and Jim, thanks for coming on the program this morning. All right. Okay. Thanks for inviting us. Annette, let's, first of all, let's talk about um, the Chicago Bird Coalition, but Bird Collision, <laughs> Coalition, Chicago Bird Collision Monitors. I mean, it's kind of pretty simple, but you guys are the, like, when a bird goes where it shouldn't go and needs to be rescued, you go and help them. Uh, yeah, we're an organization that was, was founded to, to respond to these, these needs as well as to work on finding ways to protect birds from needing to be rescued. And, and so our conservation advocacy and education rescue mission is, is something we've, we've been working on for over 20 years at this point. And we have uh, more than 200 volunteers that we've grown from a, a dozen people to a whole uh, team of, of folks like Jim and myself who can go out and, and respond if we can uh, make it to a bird that needs help. You, you said 200 volunteers? We have a network of, of about 200 people at this point. Wow. And, and if somebody's, you know, and I'm just, I'm aware of it because, um, but, you know, birds, while they're beautiful and some are very smart, they don't always see <laughs> as well as they should, or their their brain doesn't process that, oh, that's a glass wall, that's a light on the Hancock building, that's uh, something, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on, and uh, the different things, and, you know, when something happens to them, an organization like you calls, and you help get them, and then you get them to the right place for care, is that it? Exactly. We work with uh, uh, wildlife rehabilitation centers that have the, the skills and resources to give these birds their best second chance because mm-hmm. ultimately we'd love to see them go back into the wild. Okay. Monday? What day What day did this happen up at Waukegan Harbor? It was New Year's Day. New Year's Day. So on, on New Year's Day, uh, you, uh, you know, banged your pots outside and blew horns and stuff at midnight, and then you get a phone call on New Year's Day that says, uh, we need your help. And you and your volunteer, we're going to talk to Jim in a few minutes here. What did they just say? Hey, we got an injured eagle on the water, on the ice? Well, what, what was the call about? Well, they were bird watchers who were, were out doing what um, Christmas bird counts were there, uh, you know, surveying certain areas of the Chicago region. And they happened to be at Waukegan Harbor doing a survey, and they did see this bald eagle that uh, did not look healthy at all. It was floating rather despondently on this piece of ice. It had its head down, its eyes were not open, uh, and it, it looked, it looked you know, very much uh, unresponsive and not healthy. A, a bird should not be simply floating on ice. It should be actively moving around. When it tried to move uh, on the ice or away from the ice, it fell over, so it, it, it seemed to, to, to not uh, be strong at all in, in needing uh, help. So they, they sent us, they texted us some pictures, which we often ask people to do so we can kind of assess what kind of bird and what kind of situation they're in. And the bird truly did not look like a, mm-hmm. a healthy, thriving specimen of a bald eagle. Yeah. And actually, it's an immature bald eagle, correct? This one is immature, yes. He's the guessing he's somewhere between two and three years old. He doesn't mm-hmm. have his full 
uh, head of white feathers yet, which they don't get till they're about five years old. Right. And when sometimes, you know, the young birds, they don't understand everything yet. <laughs> right. or, or they don't thrive or they're not hunting as well as they should. Yeah. So sometimes you, you, know, you realize that they could be uh, debilitated because they're, they're not uh, finding food effectively mm-hmm. and they're starving in the, in the severe conditions we've had lately. Yeah, that's cool. So then you made a phone call to our next speaker, Jim, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I asked him, I said, Jim, um, would you be able to go to Waukegan Harbor? I, do you have anything that you have to do on New Year's Day? And he said he'd go. He said, are you going? I said, I'm going. So the two of us uh, uh, packed up and, and headed. What, what for both of us was more than an hour drive up to up to Waukegan mm-hmm. to uh, check this bird out. You go where you need to go, right? Correct. All right, let's talk to Jim for a few minutes. Jim Tabinski, am I saying it right, Jim? Yes, Tabinski is correct. Okay, just a little bit louder. Um, right. Jim you got this phone call, and apparently, what I've done a little bit of research, you are like the guy that is Johnny on the spot. Hey, I got a phone call. I got to go help a bird. You know, I got another phone call. I got to go. You, it seems you've got a few, uh, and I don't want to say notches in your belt, but you got a lot of notches in your belt for saving birds. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm the only person who's, uh, well, one of the few people who's got the skills in a kayak to get a bird that's on the water. And I, I really think in the bird collision monitors, I'm the only person who has the uh, the speed and the equipment to, to do this consistently. Mm-hmm. Now, when you uh, showed up at Waukegan Harbor, uh, what what did you what did you see? What did you do? And go, okay, this is the plan of attack. Yeah, it actually started before that. Annette had sent me one of the pictures from the bird watchers, and it showed this bird sitting on an ice floe in the harbor. So I saw that there was some open water and some ice. It didn't look like a lot of ice. So I made a plan to take two kayaks, thinking that if this bird was struggling at all, it would be dangerous because they have really big talons and sharp beaks. Mm -hmm. So the second kayak was towed behind the first kayak, and my thought was that I might be able to get a net or I brought a sheet, a bed sheet along with me. I might be able to get that over the bird uh, to kind of keep it from struggling and then stuff it into the second kayak so I wouldn't have it anywhere near me while I was getting it to shore. So the planning started even before I got there. When I got there, your question was, what did I see? I saw that the bird was in open water on the opposite side from where we all were, uh, and it didn't look good at all. So I uh, hopped into the kayak and hooked up the second kayak and headed out. Now, you, you headed out there. As you got close to the bird, did the bird react to you like, hey, what are you doing? Not once, and this is the first time I've ever, in all the birds I've ever gone for on the water, this is the first time I've ever had a bird that didn't respond in the slightest even during the whole process of pushing it to shore, it never turned its head. It never moved. I, I never saw anything. It was, it was standing, so obviously it was alive. But other than that, I didn't see anything. Now, when you say pushed it to shore, what do you mean? I, we call it bulldozing. There's a technique in whitewater kayaking where if someone is out of their kayak and safe and you want to get their kayak to shore, you just put the bow of your boat on their boat and push it to shore. And so that's exactly what I did. I put the bow of the kayak on the opposite edge of the ice from where the bird was, and then very slowly, so that I didn't throw it into the water or wash water over the ice floe, very slowly paddled it across the harbor to where the bird watchers and Annette were waiting. Huh. And it, it, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm mystified. The bird just kind of sat, you know, sat there with its eyes closed saying, 
All right, we're going for a ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bird looked like it was. Poss- it looked to me like it was wet, and I, and I was thinking it wasn't a particularly warm day, uh, and it was already debilitated. If it was wet and cold, it wasn't very happy. Mm-hmm. Now you you get the bird close to shore. Your next, as you said, you know, and you know, I've stood next to all kinds of birds of prey, uh, and you know, eagles don't have little talons, uh, and you know, neither do. Owls, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot, you know, a talon is, that's their toenails, if you don't know everybody. And uh, they're sharp. And they're the ligaments that are in their legs that work those talons, you don't just, you don't ever want to be on the opposite side of it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I once, I once got a, a red tailed hawk that was on land. I wasn't in my boat. Uh, it had actually gone through a window, and it was stunned. But mm-hmm. when I grabbed it, I had heavy gloves on, thinking that would protect me. But the bird grabbed onto my wrist and dug its talon into my wrist, and it took two of us to pry that toe out of my wrist. It, it, yeah. I couldn't believe how strong it was. I think it happened with a, an owl. I, I wasn't holding the, the bird, but a, a falconer was holding the bird in, in his hand. And uh, he was talking to me. Uh, we are doing an interview. And he just went, ah, I go, uh, are you okay? And he says, oh, yeah. He says, uh, the bird, it was a female owl, and he just said, Alice doesn't think I'm paying enough attention to her. <laughs> <laughs> and that was through a leather-thick falconer's glove that wow. she just said, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so you get the bird to shore, uh, Jim, and now you have to get the bird into something to take him to wherever he's going to go. Well, and that and that is very good at that. I mean, she's done this a million times, and I. One of the reasons I knew I could get the they were up on on the side of the harbor that's probably five or six feet off the water. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew I couldn't hand the bird up, but I also knew that Annette always has nets with very long handles, and she figured out what what I was hoping for even before I got there, and so she was ready with a long handled net and. Uh, and actually two of them, two, two different people used their nets, and they, they scooped the bird up and, mm. and got it up, and then Annette can tell you the rest. Okay, and we're back to you, Annette. So, you know. Yeah, so at, at that point, uh, what, what was a little bit funny is that I was watching Jim and videoing him when he was way in the distance. He paddled up to the, the eagle, and I'm, I'm watching him, and I'm going, go ahead, grab it, Jim. Come on, why aren't you grabbing it, Jim? And then at one point I realized he had, had, had changed the strategy from grabbing it and putting it in the kayak and paddling it towards me. And I was like, well, i got to get ready for this. Holy mackerel, he's coming this way. So, um, you know, I, I prepared all these nets to be able to reach down because we were up on a dock that we had to reach down for mm-hmm. the bird and scoop him in. I, I've worked with wildlife rehabilitation for more than 25 years, so I'm very familiar with handling raptors and a whole variety of birds. There isn't probably anything from a, a hummingbird to an emu that we haven't handled and tried to, to move and contain. So at this point, we got him out of the water, and I was able to restrain him in a way that, that those talons, which, which could potentially do a lot of damage, were restrained, and uh, we could get him out of the net, uh, which he was kind of hanging on to with his, with his talons, but we were able to, to get those, uh, the netting loose from his feet and uh, get him safely into uh, the large carrier I brought so he could uh, uh, rest up on his, his trip to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center. And once he warmed up, uh, uh, he, he became more alert. And as Jim said, he was still standing, which is a, a sign that he still had the strength in him not to be completely um, uh, you know, wiped out from, from whatever debilitation he was experiencing. 
kind of like hypothermia. I imagine that he wasn't uh, uh, he wasn't waterproofed uh, very well. He yeah. probably had uh, you know some, some trouble with, with temperature regulation, and um, you know the, the fact that he was ultimately turned out to be uh, very highly underweight. Ah, so he's also he's he was on the thin side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. He was almost half the weight he ought to be. Well, you need you need. Tell them to go down to the Illinois River by Starve Rock. There's lots of fish below the dam that the eagles are eating. <laughs> exactly. Well, but the additional finding was that it may not just be the fact that he wasn't hunting well, but uh, there is a concern that he did eat something that had uh, rat poison in it. And by preying on species that have been poisoned, a lot of birds and other animals uh, themselves get poisoned. He seemed to have uh, rodenticide poisoning because his blood was not clotting, and that's one of the indicators that you've ingested one of the uh, loaded poisons is its, mm-hmm. it's, its job is to uh, you know cause an animal to bleed to death and and stop the blood clotting and this this bird they, they took a blood sample immediately when I brought him into the clinic and after 20 minutes the blood still wasn't wasn't clotting and that's certainly not normal so we think that part of the reason that he um, was uh, in, in such a sad state could be that that he's, he's suffering from that uh, in addition to whatever else he was mm-hmm. facing through through uh, starvation or other debilitation going right. on. And it's, it's, people really need to understand how sensitive birds of prey are to chemicals. Uh, and this chemical you mentioned, it's, it's a blood thinner that you're, okay. the mice eat and then the mice internally bleed to death. Well, uh, you know, I'm on blood thinners and I understood it very well. But, you know, so the eagle or the hawk or the anything eats that mouse and it's ingesting that chemical and it hurts them. Uh, this, uh, the same way goes for if you're a hunter. There's lead shot and steel shot. It only takes a single lead pellet to take out a bird of prey. And people don't realize that. Yeah, so, the lead poisoning itself is very dangerous. Yeah. So that's why for, for a number of years, I mean a long time, I've been using steel shot for everything. That's great. Because that's great. I, I know that I don't want a bird of prey to, you know, lose it. And if you're out, and think of it, you're out in a field hunting pheasants or you know quail and you're using lead shot and you can't find the bird well guess what the hawk and the eagle the hawk and the falcon are going to find a bird and you just you're taking out a bird of prey and you need to realize your actions not today but tomorrow for the environment and that's something that's very very important is is there a because i know you're a 501c3 right correct if there's a way somebody wants to help support you guys what do they do well, we are a not-for-profit. We are not funded by any agency. Uh, we're all volunteer. Uh, even myself as the director of the program, I'm a volunteer doing this work. Uh, we depend completely on donations, very generous donations from the public. People can go to our webpage where they can donate and, or get information on how to send a check. That helps us pay for our, our, our material costs, our, our phone lines, our services that we're trying to provide for birds. Our webpage is www.birdmonitors.net. That's B-I-R-D-M-O-N-I-T-O-R-S dot net, N-E-T. Mm-hmm. And uh, donations or uh, people who'd like to join and give us more outreach because uh, the more places and, and people we have, uh, the more readily we can respond to everything from uh, a dramatic rescue, as this bald eagle was, <laughs> to simply getting a bird in a box that somebody who can't drive, can't get that bird over to the wildlife center. And as small as 
just being able to drive may seem, it can be the difference between a bird getting help and, and being abandoned. Cool. Well, the two of you, Jim and Annette, I want to thank you for saving the national emblem. <laughs> well, it was a great start to the new year. It was made it a very happy start to the new year. Uh, well, that's very true. I didn't think about that. You started the new year off on a great note. Once again, Jim, thank you so much for being a good kayaker. And Annette, I'm going to say this as they say, if you're in a boat fishing, you're you're a great net man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that. You're a great, great net man. All right, guys, thank you so much for being part of the show today. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff. So become part of Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the entire Midwest. With training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. And tell them Chauncey sent you. The first outdoor show of the year, the Muskie Expo, is coming to the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles, Illinois, January 20th to the 22nd. Three days of Muskie fun with thousands of door prizes, a chance to win a seven-day trip for two to the Muskie Lodge at Cave of the Run Lake. You can sign up for a chance for a free replica of your most prized catch courtesy of Lax Reproductions, the finest makers of fish reproductions in the world. Pick out a new boat from Waterworks Marine, see rods and reels for all types of fishing and more. Seminars by famed Doug Wergner on trophy muskie and other species and Chauncey, hey, I'll even be there. All at the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles, Illinois, January 20th to the 22nd. Three days of fishing fun. Go to muskieexpo.com for ticket and more information. When you hold a Daiwa reel in your hand, you know it feels right the first time. With Daiwa's new mag-sealed reels, you feel the highest quality reel on the market with a smoothness from friction that no other reel on the market can compare to. Stop by Fishtech in Morton Grove, Illinois, and hold a Daiwa reel. It will be your favorite reel from that day forward. Also see the full line of Daiwa rods and reels at the Chicagoland Fishing Travel and Outdoor Show in Schaumburg, Illinois, January 26th through the 29th. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com.
This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 I, 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 I got a little story. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told them. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, because, hey, you can pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on the first show of 2023. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> on the phone. Well, it's the first Saturday of the month. So what happens? You know, Tim Mondel from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County is on the air with us. Tim, good to hear your voice this morning. I am honored to be the to be there as part of the first show of twenty three. So yeah, absolutely. It's always great to hear your voice too. Oh God, we get we and you know, as I've always said, the Forest Preserve District. I am not a you know a three month sportsman. I'm a twelve month sportsman, and the Forest Preserves are a 12-month operation. There is so much to do, touch, see, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that I want people to get out and enjoy it. Absolutely. I think that um, the last three years, you know, two years, have taught us many lessons. One of them is really the appreciation for nature and, and being part of it regardless of the season, the temperature, the elements, the ice. The winter's an, uh, a glorious time to be out there in the preserves. The beauty is there. The animal species are all available. Some come out in different temps. It's, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So what's happening this month? In, well, we know it's happening with a lot of different sports shows, but we'll talk about that later on. But what's happening, <laughs> what's happening in all the sites throughout the county? Yeah. No, as we transition back into more in-person programs, um, Wintertime, it kind of tinkered with a little bit to, of course, be safe, but then offer as much as we can to as many different communities around the Cook County region. Um, so with that said, oftentimes with winter, we find a location that has an indoor center, mm-hmm. you know, in case the weather's too inclement. And, you know, like near Christmas time, it was sub 40 degrees, sub below 40 degrees. You know, it, it was great to have pavilions to be able to go in there and warm up if you're going to go outside and, and embrace the elements for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, you're going to see plenty of walks throughout different nature centers, different zones, different um, pavilions. Uh, you're also going to have, you know, our big uh, Martin Luther King Day of Service. It's something that's been offered annually um, around the county. So you're going to see that somewhere in mid-January. Um, yeah. Quite a bit going on. Yeah. Now, but before we get into all the little isolated things, can we go over the Martin Luther King Day of Service? Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell everybody what um, that is. Sure. Yeah. So it initially started down in the Dan Ryan Woods region um, in the southern part of the county. And essentially, it's honoring what Martin Luther King did and his heritage and um, the, the um, basically what came about after everything. So we do this with a day of service, oftentimes it's a restoration base. That can, I don't know, deter people a little bit because they're like, oh, well, I don't know much about restoration. I'm not savvy with the natural elements or with things like this. What, what can I do? You can come out. 
you come on out. We have loppers, which, you know, large scissors, so to say. We have bow saws. We have all the PPE gear and everything you need. And all you have to do is come on out, cut down a couple of two, three-inch diameter trees, uh, some, some shrubs, something that's not uh, native to the region. Go have some hot cocoa. Go have some s'mores. Talk about how great of an experience it was and to be out in the woods and in nature. And you're done. That's all it is. Um, so with that said, in order to bring everybody into this, we, we offer this in various parts of the county. Um, so on Saturday, uh, January 14th, it's going to be the, um, the kickoff for this. We're going to start up at Rolling Knolls, which is the uh, Elgin region of the county. And we're going to do, actually, President Preckwinkle is stopping by with some remarks. Mm-hmm. So I fully expect Chauncey to be there. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I know that you and her have such a strong relationship and see each other often, so it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to have some remarks at 10 o'clock. Then we're going to do restoration around the Rolling Knolls Pond. Again, have a fire pit with some s'mores, have some, some hot cocoa. Um, if you can't make it to there... Two other locations would be the volunteer work days at River Trail Nature Center in Northbrook or Crabtree Nature Center in Barrington. Um, if Saturday the 14th you're busy, your kids have basketball, you know, uh, there's floor hockey going on, or you're going ice fishing, hopefully somewhere north where it's actually cold, um, you can stop by on Monday in celebrating uh, MLK Day, and there's various sites at Schubert's Woods, uh, Miller Meadows South and a few others to name that, of course, are on the website that you can find the locations. Cool, cool. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to be there on one of the locations. We are definitely going to be there. Cool. And once again, it's a good thing to do something for the environment. And in, in essence, you're doing it for somebody else, too, your kids, your grandkids, your the kids next door, the lady down the street. Because anybody who enjoys the forest preserves, a day of service, when you do it for the forest preserves, you're doing it for everyone in Cook County. I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, and, that, and that realistically, that's what it is. Yeah. Winter time is always known to be as a good uh, restoration time to cut down buckthorn or other. Mm-hmm. That's just the usual popular one. But to get some removals going, you know, have a fire pit and then embrace this 20 degree weather sometimes. It's really nice to be out there. Um, I, I've, I've run like back in the day when I didn't have kids and I could actually do things. I, I used to do a 5K or a 7K and. You know, very early March up in Minnesota. So you're running in like 10 and 15 degree weather, mm-hmm. and you're still warm and you're moving. Apply the same idea instead of running. Just come on out there, cut some things down, watch the fire roar, and have a good time. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow, Sunday, they got animal tracking at the Crabtree Nature Center in Barrington, where you could learn how to track animals, well, whether it's the mud, if there's no snow, or if there's snow, you can see it in the snow, you know, <laughs> and, and then, you know, that's going to be a cool thing to do, and that's at, like, one in, in the afternoon. Uh, something that I really got got excited about was on Tuesday, January 10th, you got a beginner beekeeping class, also at River Trail Nature Center in Northbrook, which is, I think, a fantastic program to teach people how important bird bees are and bees give us that lovely little thing that golden liquid of sweetness <sighs> okay just <laughs> uh, no it's fine I, I i get i get um my wife oftentimes gets on me when i eat my peanut butter sandwiches because i always put honey on there mm-hmm. she's like wait what are you doing it's like if you haven't done it do it 
Mm-hmm. It'll change the world, I promise. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, actually, interesting enough about that beginner's beekeeping course that's being offered at River Trail, um, they actually created a path uh, trail system up there specifically to visit um, around the, uh, where, where all the bees are being stored in mm-hmm. the hive. It's, it's a pretty cool site if you haven't checked it out out there because you can really see some cool opportunities there. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, about winter, um, I, there's a lot of workshops being offered. We talked in the beginning about how the weather sometimes can draw people back in, and that's fine. We still want you to get out and explore, but you got to warm up a little bit. But you're going to see a bevy of options. Things from like pottery and cozy creatives to uh, woodworking or bird painting. Um, I mean, there's ice sun catcher craft and walk that's being offered at Trailside Museum uh, near the end of the month. And a really cool one. This is the first time they're offering it. Um, I promise I'm not plugging my, my, my team. They, they do a wonderful job. It's not being selfish, but it's a really cool thing. It's a prehistoric play day. Mm. Um, and that's going to take place up at the Rolling Knolls region. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have somebody on my team who uh, seconds as a docent for the Field Museum. And so when we came on, I was like, you know, what do you want to offer? Can I do something prehistoric-based? That's my background. I was like, absolutely. So it's something that's not usually offered within the Forest Reserve. So it's going to be a cool opportunity for the public to come on out and learn a little bit about that region. Mm. That's anything. Um, I mean, you know, I, we're going to be we're bouncing around because there's so many different. You know, there's play days for kids, there's snow things here. But on uh, Thursday, January 12th, there's a now this you don't have to go anywhere. This is a Zoom meeting where it's uh, Native Gardens for Urban Landscapes. And the reason I want to tell people about this is the back my backyard at my home is all that's mine. That's all vegetables and stuff that I could eat, obviously, and. Uh, Outside of our house, and we live on a corner lot, everything that grows outside is a native plant. And we have something blooming in front and around our house from literally April to November. Because they're all native plants. We don't water it. Uh, that's a good thing, Chance. You know, <laughs> we don't have to water. And it's just, you know, this is a pro, it's a Zoom meeting you can find out more information on if you go to the fpdcc.com website. And I mean, what else is going on, my friend? No, that's a great, it's a great plug, actually, for the um, uh, conservation at home um, program that we offer year round. We do different locations, some are Zoom, some are in person. Um, we work with the Field Museum, University of Illinois Extension, and mm-hmm. a couple other entities on that. And it's all about transforming your backyard, your home, into the forest preserve. It's going to help with migration. It's going to help with a lot of different ways to keep things more natural. So, yeah, good for you guys that you have that uh, mm-hmm. that space to do that, and you've taken advantage of that. That's really oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, and any of the the snow things, whether it's horse, uh, you know, snowshoeing or skiing, you know, depending on if Mother Nature wants to give us a blanket of white, remember that, and then figure out if yeah. you want to go do that. But there's so many other yeah. things to do. There's so so many other I, things to do. Absolutely, that's and that's the thing with the snowshoeing offerings that we have, either at the campgrounds or various sites. You, know, you need at least four inches of hardback snow. Mm-hmm. We typically won't do that; otherwise, the gear gets damaged. Yeah. Um, but think about that when you go to the nature center, because they all have the gear for you to go borrow. Free of charge. Mm. You can go on out there. You have good snow, and you want to be—I don't know—you want to do what, what? What does Jeff have? Well, he, I think he has a surviving phantom near the end of the month. Phantom is one of the trails at Crabtree Nature Center. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're under, you know, they're going uh, uh, under a renovation of their facility. It's something they've been working on for a while, and it seems like kind of coming all to fruition now. And so they have some gear that you want to go borrow, like go grab some snowshoes, go use the Phantom Trail, go check out the the wildlife, and embrace yourself. And it's pretty cool. Um, I did want to say and mention this. So this department, our conservation and experiential programming department, we the way to succeed is through partnerships. We know that. There's community organizations and people involved with it yearly uh, in different parts. And so one of our partners, the American Indian Center, um, we part, you know work with them over the years, especially at the Schiller Woods region, which is like Irving, Park Road, and Cumberland. Um, there is um, a mound, a snake mound over there, and so oftentimes they'll lead hikes kind of around the area to draw attention to it. Well, it's still happening. It's going to happen in the wintertime regardless. We're going to make it work. So they have a snow snake workshop on Saturday the 21st at 1 p.m. at Schiller Woods West. And you can join the AIC for workshop on that, learn about Native American sport, enjoy storytelling, there's some stick making, and, and, and a few other things. So if you have some interest in that or you just want to, Go and find out even more info. I would recommend stopping by there for a little bit. Mm, that's cool. Another one that caught my eye in the Forest Preserves of Cook County is uh, happening at Trailside Museum in River Forest on the 20th. It's a Friday at 1 p.m. Bird painting workshop step-by-step on a black-capped chickadee where you can learn how to sketch i mean this is for beginners folks this is for chauncey you know because i always i would love to you know to, you know my, my you know you think of uh, i draw people like sticks i draw birds like sticks but if somebody's going to teach me how to do this and it's it's like five dollar fee which is nothing and um for 13 and up materials are provided and it's just it's going to be such a cool thing to learn how to draw and paint something like that i mean you, you don't find this any place else except in the FPDCC, for, for Forest Preserve District of Cook County. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's true. It, it, we try to expand this. Uh, we, we have a very um, mm-hmm. strong administration that pushes to be creative and find a way to make it work. If you can spin it a little bit and, and, and draw it back into nature so mm-hmm. the community feels like they're part of this, then do it. Why not? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you're going to see a lot of those offerings. Um, you know, sometimes we'll hire instructors who come in if yeah. our internal staff can't do it, you know, they're sick or they're not available or something else. So you'll see some of them where we have a hired instructor, but very rarely does that happen. Oftentimes it's just your your run-of-the-mill forces or staff showing off their skills. Yeah, and at the end of the month, you're going to be at the Chicagoland Fishing, Travel, and Outdoor Show, also known as the Schomburg Show, um, uh, where my I have my big boot there, but the Forest Preserve District is going to have some nature people in there to show their wares and talk to people about how much fun they can have right in their own backyard, right? 100%. Yeah, and Friday, River Trail will be there. Um, we'll talk, you guys mentioned everything forces are related, mm-hmm. but you'll have a, a nature center um, there on Friday. Myself and another nature center, Crabtree, will be there on Saturday. And then Crabtree Nature Center and another zone will be represented as part of this. We are honored every year to uh, be asked. To, to be part of your booth, to be part of, I mean, it's a blessing for me every, you know, 
the first Saturday of every month to be on the show and just talk to you and talk to the public. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I look forward to it every year, and um, we'll have some offerings, some literature, some handouts, uh, everything like that. Yeah. And if somebody wants to get more information, where do they go? Our website at fbdcc.com. All right, so I want everybody, we'll see out in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, get out and do some little service if you can for the Martin Luther King Day, uh, day of service. And if you can't do all of that, you want to do it indoors, come on out to the outdoor show in Schaumburg, Illinois, at the end of January uh, and see some of the Forest Preserve people there talking about Forest Preserves and having fun at my booth, okay? Sounds wonderful. <laughs> thanks Sorry, so much. Yeah, thanks for, wonderful. Thanks for coming in, my friend. Take care, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey. And Chauncey's great outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Well, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know. And like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. (laughs) Like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> a public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, 
mile after magnificent mile. Hey, sportsmen, when you use a Tatula rod from Daiwa, you not only feel the sensitivity of a Daiwa rod made with HVF sensitivity and that 45 XT carbon, you can feel that fish before they feel you. See the Tatula rod from Daiwa at the Fish Tech in Morton Grove, Illinois. You can also see the full line of Daiwa rods and reels at the Chicagoland Fishing, Travel, and Outdoor Show in Schaumburg, Illinois, January 26th to the 29th. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. And the Muskie Expo at the Kane County Fairgrounds on North Avenue and St. Charles Road in St. Charles, January 20th through the 22nd at muskieexpo.com. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella Black and blue with a hand of yellow The blue gill boogie Yeah, the blue I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Little cousin to the big boss pass Put fish for the kids to catch The blue gill boogie yeah, the blue gill. And uh, well, we got to jump on the phone here real quick. That little my grandson here. We're going to have some great lines coming up in the next few weeks that he gave me. It's unbelievable. We got Bridgeport Eddie on the phone. Eddie, we got to be quick here. What's up, bub? Hey, no problem, Charles. I just called to say welcome back on the air live and <laughs> congratulations on 25 years. Well, you know, we've been on, the, on live, but it's just that we haven't been in the studio. We've been uh, different places. <laughs> right. I understand that. Most of the time it was uh, other places. Yeah. So I'm talking back in the studio. That's right. Thank you so much. And Bridgeport Eddie, everyone, is the uh, guy who helps me out so much. I can't even, the words thank you do not mean enough when I say that to Bridgeport Eddie because he's, you see him at all the shows with me. He is just He's a mainstay, and I just thank you very much for 25 years of, of helping me out, Eddie. <laughs> no problem. Okay, talk thank you. Later. We'll talk next week. Uh, All right. A couple of things here I want to make sure we cover up real quick here. Uh, cover up, cover on. I uh, want to thank Daiwa for being uh, the latest sponsor for uh, Chauncey's Great Outdoors and uh, all their stores that uh, within the, not just the Chicagoland area, but the Midwest and beyond that are going to be part of our, our program here. We thank you very, very much. A um, couple of fishing reports here. We want to make sure we get this out there. The uh, perch action on Lake Michigan 
it's not been too bad. You got to work from. But a lot of people for, forgot about going fishing for perch. I mean, I was checking out areas. There was nobody there. Uh, but I mean, it'll it'll get better. You know, a lot of times fishermen are fair weather. They don't want to go when it's 20 below zero. <laughs> I don't either. But uh, so, but, you know, the south side, they're catching some perch. The boaters are still doing better uh, for them. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. And uh, my buddy, Jim Crowley, I'm still waiting for my bag of fillets from those perch he caught on the uh, Mississippi River. The uh, other areas, the Chain of Lake, <clears throat> let's wait for ice again, folks. I'm, don't, don't even think about it. I know some people are going to yell at me. I wouldn't go out there. The shoreline is soft or not even there of ice, and I don't walk the plank anymore. That means you throw a 2 by 12 across from shore to uh, ice, and it's not worth going out. Please, 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 let's wait for ice to come back. And uh, it'll be better. But you're seeing a lot of open water fishing. The, the rivers, the Illinois River, they're out there fishing there. They're working some other locations that I really like to see. Uh, Mississippi River's been doing quite well. If you want to go ice fishing and you really, 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 really need to go ice fishing, go up to Wisconsin. <laughs> go check out Wisconsin. And my Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine. Because I was with them uh, two weeks ago for a few days, had way too much fun with my grandchildren. Um, <clears throat> was uh, he was out there and he goes, "Papa, we were out looking at the river because there's no good ice." I think I think your grandmother's going to have a problem with your English and your writing on this. There is no good ice <laughs> in in Western Michigan on the small ponds and lakes. Stay on the rivers. We're seeing some walleye and steelhead on the. Grand River at 6th Street by the dam. And my friend Joe, his dad was fishing down by Berrien Springs and said they were doing well on some steelhead. But it was good one day and then slower the next. So I don't know what the problem is. We'll see you next week. I'm going to try to come down for one of the sports shows and help you at your booth. I don't know which one my mom is going to let me to come down for, but I'm going to try to come down and help you. Love your grandson, Aiden. And that was sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Well, you hear the flute? That means show's coming to an end. And I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from the sacred circle of elders. It says, the land is a, is a sacred trust held in common for future generations. The land is a sacred trust held in common for future generations. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch, the bluegills we're chasing. We're barring it all from our children's children, children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Thank you, everyone, for 25 years.